0: Welcome to the Orion Sportscast Podcast, the most refreshing analysis, insight, and opinions in the world of sports. Here are your hosts, Josh Egan and Brandon Waterhouse. And we're back, new year, same podcast, same people. Happy New Year to everybody listening.
1: How was your New Year's Eve, Brandon? Happy New Year, Josh. What's that?
0: How was your New Year's? Still recovering then?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's uh, We've been recovered. It wasn't too heavy. Like, at this point, it's not like you want to get, you don't want to get, like, inebriated that, you know, by your lonesome. So you don't want to get too, no, I did. but that's just me. I know you live in a di- different situation. So that was well, nice.
0: Well, we discovered that the champagne wasn't resealable,
1: so I had to finish that. And then that was, uh, Josh yeah. also was calling, trying to call me at three in the morning. All I was just trying to wake up.
0: Well, I wanted to record. I wanted to. At me, so. I wanted to record an episode at three in the morning.
1: That's probably what it was. That have something uh, for the fans should have gone live. Oh, that was an idea.
0: All right, I'll get hammered tonight. We'll go live and see how that goes. All right, yeah, so I mean, it's a big night. yeah, you know, big hockey day. And speaking of a big hockey day, we just had a World Junior game finish. Uh, we're in the quarterfinal round and Germany just played Russia to a really close 2-1 finish. A lot of people were hating on the Germans team, but not the Germans, but the German team and the format of the tournament, saying a team should be cut from the tournament and they should cut it down to eight, uh, from eight to six teams and all that. It just goes to show that like you never really know what you're gonna get out of these teams that are just pushing the envelope in their sports development back home. And Germany's one of those teams that's kind of leading the way in Europe. And they took Russia to a two-one game. And it was Germany could have won it. They hit two posts in the third, one crossbar and one post. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter
1: who clearly weren't so today watching. you day you're talking about?
0: Yeah. A lot of people on Twitter. Clearly weren't watching the game because they were just looking at the stats, saying like, "Oh, Germany's—you know—they're being outshot, so they're not in the game." That was a close game; it was two-one. They could have tied it. Uh, Russia was—they played well, but Germany kept up with them, so Russia advances to the semifinals. Three uh, thirty, we have Sweden and Finland. I don't really have a feel for that game. I'm not sure—you know—Sweden's in kind of a kind of a uh, what do you call it? A dip right now because they had one forty-five straight. Preliminary games, or something like that, and they've lost their last two. So, um, we'll see how that goes for them. But, you know, maybe Finland can, I don't know if it would be too much of an upset. Um, but that game starts in 20 minutes. And then at seven o'clock, the primetime game, we got Canada and Czech Republic. I think we all know where that one's going, although the Czech have played Canada close a couple times. But this Canadian team just looks really good. Shut down, they don't allow anything. Like they completely shut down Finland, and that was their biggest test of the tournament so far. And I I believe that Finland are a better team than the Czech Republic. So Uh, I don't think Canada will have any issues in this game. And then the last game of the night, which puck drop is 1030. USA and Slovakia. USA have also looked really strong. Uh, They're going to look to continue their tournament and advance against Slovakia. You know, maybe Slovakia can pull the upset, but they also have not looked too strong. Sound good? Sounds like a night. Yeah, you're watching that. But um, no, I don't really see any. The only upset I saw happening was Germany and Russia, um, but that didn't happen. I can't see Slovakia beating US or Czech beating Canada. And then I, I think Finland beating Sweden wouldn't be too, too much of an upset at all. But we'll see. We can't really talk about those I games so. too much because they haven't happened yet. But with Germany being eliminated, that has allowed uh, some players from the Germany and from the Germany teams are returned back to their NHL camps. More importantly, Tim Stutzla will be going to join the Ottawa Senators. He'll be on the ice with them after he does his seven-day quarantine. Uh, But teams, seven teams in the NHL have already opened their camps. They were given a three-day advantage over the teams that were in the bubble. So if you were not in the NHL bubble, your training camp kicked off yesterday. So that was uh, the Senators, the Ducks, the Kings, the Sharks, the... I'm seeing like Sabres and just two other teams. I can't remember off the top of my head, but their camps have opened. Do you think this offers an advantage to those teams?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Uh, just based off of like what you've seen in the NBA, the NBA didn't come off of any training camp and a lot of the teams are disoriented right now. So I could only imagine for hockey teams, especially like high end profile players with Taylor Hall joining a new team it might be a more of an advantage now.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think it, it gives them some chance to build chemistry, but I don't know if it's going to offer them like a big chance to really get much momentum going because it's, it's only three days, right? And they're coming off of the – this would be almost 10 months for them, for them without playing. So I don't know how much of an advantage it is going to give them just three games. Like I've seen some opinions saying that they're going to be flying out of the gate. They might be for the first two or three games, but then the other teams are going to just catch up. So and at the end of the day, these players have been training individually anyway since they've been eliminated. So I if anything, it's just going to offer three extra days of uh, like like unit work and power play work and building chemistry with the team. So be interesting to see though, but it's exciting to see these teams are back on the ice and we're seeing some storylines come out.
1: 100%.
0: And then the rest of the camps open tomorrow. So the Leafs will open their camp along with everybody else. Uh, I read an article on the Athletic today that was kind of teeing up the Leafs training camp and they were offering some uh, insight into some camp battles. So like saying like, Oh, where's Joe Thornton going to fit in? Is Wayne Simmons going to be third line, fourth line, stuff like that. So it should be really cool to see these, um, these stories unwrap as we get further into training camp. And then eventually when that puck drops on January 13th, which is 12 days away, uh, no 11, 11 days away, 12 days, 11 days away. It'll be, uh, exciting. I'm ready for it. And it's nice. It's a, it's nice. It's fast, right? Like we usually get training camp for, two, three weeks, and then they play nine preseason games, which is way too much. But this is just 10-day training camp and let's go, which I think I'm going to prefer. We don't have any of that, like, oh, he only had three shots in a preseason game. This is going to be much, much better.
1: You excited about some outdoor games too?
0: Yeah, I got some – you might know more about this. I don't know how much has been released. But are they going to be playing on a lake? Because at that lake Tah- Tahoe or Toho or something, is that
1: a yeah? So is that a lake or is that a place?
0: Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like they get they just play on. I can't see them playing on a lake because they're gonna this need. This isn't
1: Orion geography by any means. So. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It'll be interesting if they play on a lake. It'll be kind of we. I don't know. I think they could probably pull it off. Like fine. they have the technology to do it. But I think they're gonna build an arena kind of next to the rink because I think they want that like mountain background in the snowy mountains. But, um, no, I, if they do play on the lake, I'll be interested to see how they keep the ice ready for the game because we both skated on lake ice before, and it's definitely not NHL quality.
1: I guess I, it is going to be on the lake.
0: Huh. That'll be interesting to see how they set that up. They think, they think about what were the teams involved. It was Boston, uh, Las Vegas, What were the two other teams? It was Boston, Las Vegas, um, Chicago, and Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what it was. But uh, no, so look for that. The NHL, they want to do kind of like a a two-day event for it because they can't have fans there. Um, But yeah, we'll see. So it says here the, the, the outdoor games will be on the shores of Lake Tahoe.
1: Oh well, not on the lake. I was about to say, just kind of like the background.
0: Yeah,
1: I think they should play on the lake. That'd be fun. That'd be interesting.
0: Stanley Cup final on the lake. No, not yeah. No consistency whatsoever in the ice, but that'd be cool to see. Uh, Yeah, not too much coming out of the NHL, but as stuff starts to get going, we'll be sure to update it. I'm sure we'll have more on the World Juniors in our next episode, because it probably would have been wrapped up by then. If not, we'll be going into the final. Uh, And the final week of the NFL is coming up, and there are still some teams looking for a playoff spot. So a lot of teams do have it locked down, but Washington, Dallas, The Giants, the Rams, the Bears, Cardinals, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, and the Colts are all still looking to secure a playoff spot. So a lot of teams in the hunt for the playoffs and not a lot of spots left. So it's going to be an exciting weekend of football. Uh, If you want your Giants to make it, they're eliminated from the playoffs if they lose or if Washington wins. So if Washington wins, they're out. If Washington loses, they have to win it'll so be interesting to see and they're playing the cowboys who need to win and have washington lose so a lot of teams are depending on washington here
1: everyone's playing their division so it's well at least i know my division is like the yeah. east is all playing each other
0: right uh, a couple other teams in the hunt here the rams uh they're playing the Packers. Uh, if they lose and the Cardinals win, then they're out. And who else do we have here? Who? Oh, the Dolphins. That's the one I wanted to get to. Uh, the Dolphins, they're playing the bill. They're eliminated if the Dolphins lose and the Browns win, and the Ravens and the Foles. So it's going to be an interesting week of football, a lot of confusing scenarios, but the one I've got my eye on the most, and I'm taking this straight from the NFL website, uh, the Browns who could have secured their spot in the playoffs last week with a win over the jets, but they decided not to do that. They're playing the Steelers. So that's going to be a really, really good game. Uh, so Cleveland is eliminated from the playoffs. If the Browns lose and the Colts win and the Titans win, or if the Browns lose the Colts wins and the dolphins win, or the Browns lose and the Colts and Ravens lose. So i uh, sorry, Colts win and Ravens loss. So that's, A lot of words, a lot of confusion. So pretty much the Browns just have to win to guarantee that they're through. But um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Any projections for this? Like, who do you think is going to get through here? Uh,
1: Who do I think and who do I hope is a different kind of situation. Um, I hope the Browns can get in, but it's kind of odd how they're odds came down even though they have a 10 and five record Uh, Mm i don't want the ravens to get in i don't care about that and i'd love to see the titans get in
0: yeah a lot of teams here that could be in but just haven't done it yet i mean i'm looking at i'm looking at washington and dallas and new york like these teams six and nine six and nine five and ten so one of these teams is going to get in with either six or seven wins which is kind of an embarrassment to the nfl you're getting into the playoffs with a losing record, which I don't know if that really shines a light, Very but bad. I mean, once you're in, you're in the playoffs are a whole new game, right? So we'll see how that goes, but we will address those games and uh, tee up the playoff picture for you on the next episode, because we can't really tee it up when the games haven't happened. Speaking on football, um, Ohio state played Clemson in a bowl game and the game before or, sorry, the, before the game, uh, these teams kind of, they don't like each other. Uh, Clemson didn't think Ohio State should be in it because they only played six times and they were the 11th ranked team. But Ohio State crushed Clemson. And then at the end of the game, there was a, and this is the what came out of it, there was uh, a Zoom media availability with Trevor Lawrence. And one of the reporters forgot to turn off her microphone. And she suggested that Trevor needs to shave his mustache and uh i think brandon felt inspired by
1: that uh... Yeah, if you're watching this is like the first episode you've seen me in a while without anything on my face but that's kind of funny <clears throat> it's kind of like even if you're like on even if you're not on like being recorded to say that just kind of immature like it has nothing to do with him So really i couldn't even notice his mustache at the time to be honest
0: Right, and she definitely thought she was off mic because I think she was talking to somebody else because she was like, oh, poor Trevor really used to say with his mustache. And he took it well, but kind of weird. I don't know who she worked for or if it was like an independent reporter, but kind of a bad comment to make without forgetting to turn your microphone off. I mean, we've seen a couple of Zoom, Zoom mishaps. My favorite one is the one, uh, I think it was the Alberta... Um, there was like a health update on coronavirus and somebody was using the washroom and you could hear them peeing during the meeting. And everyone was like, turn your mic off, turn your mic off. And I was like, oh God. But um, yeah, folks, don't forget to unmute your mic or mute your mic. So that was interesting. And then sticking to college football, which we don't talk a lot about, but this one was wild. Uh, the Tulsa versus Mississippi State bowl game ended in a brawl. There was heat before the game. Players were talking trash before the game. One of the teams came out. They all had their shirts off for some reason, and they were talking shit with everyone else. So before this game even started, tensions were high, and uh, you just knew it was going to be dirty. There were late hits, people stomping on hands. The referees were, like, giving out warnings. And at the end of the game, all hell just broke loose, and it was, like, a 50-55-person 50, brawl. But the coach of one of the teams was didn't notice the brawl was happening because he was busy in the crowd taking photos um not sure <laughs> not sure why he was doing there but
1: that was so funny
0: just kind of wild to see i want to see what the what the repercussions are going to be like do you suspend because the whole team was involved so do you suspend a whole team or do you say you can't play i, I don't know how the ncaa is going to handle that it'll be interesting for sure because they can't have that happening
1: i'm not too familiar on the and uh NFL this penalties so yeah I mean the second last game of the year too right yeah so we'll Our see last game of the year for that those for, we'll, yeah we'll
0: see we'll see what happens there but we're kind of flying through everything we're going to finish the episode with some 2021 predictions so uh just talk to me NBA. about some NBA here and then we'll get to the 2021 predictions
1: okay sounds good uh last night I guess today's Saturday so last night on a Friday the NBA had a couple a couple bit a little bit of action the Pistons finally win over the Celtics by three uh the Hawks proved to be like really creative and dominant against um, the Nets like the KD Nets and the Kyrie Nets uh Trey Young and John Collins kind of made a highlight with a backboard off the oh my god with an alley hoop off the backboard last night which was pretty sick um it's kind of unexpected though because they're a young team maybe the Progression comes later in the season, but they're beating like what I think is one of the best teams in the league right now pretty easily. The Lakers win against the Spurs and in the week, Becky Hammond also came up in the news uh, that we haven't covered, I don't think yet, because uh, Greg Popovich got ejected from a game and then uh, she was appointed to step in, right, and became the first female uh, NBA coach to take over a game. For a team. So that was a huge moment in sports history, of course. We're yep, all for sure. that. And I liked his comments after
0: the year. game too, saying like we didn't hire right. her to make history. We hired her because she's qualified and all that. And right. he went on to I say like it. she could totally run a team. And oh, I thought it was good comments by him. Like he said he didn't really think much of it.
1: No, and I hope that she gets like a full game in to be to come soon, because yeah. that would be uh I think something that we'd love to see um, the Suns beat the Nuggets and the Suns keep on improving season. They're actually uh, Chris Paul and the Suns are now five and one and the Jamal Murray Nuggets are one and four. So speaking of bad records, the uh, Raptors play tonight. I get 730 uh, against the Pelicans. They've already lost the Pelicans on opening night. So I'm pretty speculative Spe- whatever. Uh, Steph Curry and the Warriors keep losing. It's not really a good look right now, especially with the Kelly Oubre edition. I've watched last night's game, and I think not only am I looking at it, but the reporters are saying over the first three or four games, Kelly Oubre from three-point is like one for 30. I don't even know how to describe it. It's really... Ugly and his bricks are loud if you're watching the game. They're really not pretty shots. Clippers are uh, to 4-2 and two now, which is interesting. They got blown out and you think they lost a couple more, but the Heat Lost the Mavericks. The Heat haven't looked too strong this year either. But do you think um,
0: they're? Do you, do you think the Heat are tired from being in the bubble so long,
1: or? Just yeah, I think not only is the are the Heat tired. I think Jimmy Butler is not the same as he was in the playoffs because it's a mentality. It was situational too. Like he and the team were going super strong, and then he found this super within himself energy, and then now it's like he didn't win. He was so close, and you yeah. can see it in his play now. He's giving the ball away he looks tired he's coming off and uh i don't even think the heat are top six at this right point if they keep up this play just it's like it's almost like it's a whole different energy and it's not because the players are any bad or any poor it's just i think jimmy carried them through that and now jimmy has no motivation maybe he'll kick up throughout the year i'm not saying that that's a prediction uh with any integrity but like right now it doesn't look too pretty um, right especially with the Raptors. It doesn't look too pretty. Um,
0: Yeah, Raptors are struggling.
1: And in Toronto, it's all about, you know, speculation about trade rumors, especially if things go poorly. But I wouldn't, I mean, maybe after 10 games, if it's pretty bad, I'd be calling for something. But I'm not going to sit here and make a huge speculation on the Raptors uh, lineup.
0: Well, they got a big battle, like, within as well, right? Because they're not at home.
1: I mean, as much as people want to say... It's a whole different season for them as well
0: yeah it's
1: kind of a shame what did
0: you what did you what did you think of them sitting uh siakam for disciplinary reasons
1: yeah it was for me and you it was kind of like we didn't know i didn't know what happened right away and the first thing we talked about was trade rumors which was yeah amazing. obviously what we talked what what is unfortunately goes through the e- internet the media's mind right this is mm-hmm. the the most savviest thing that could happen i guess a trade so I mean, besides, he actually, got, he actually fouled out the night or the other game before that, like six fouls or whatever you do, foul out. And then there was still twenty or something seconds left on the game clock, and he decided to walk out by himself, kind of away from the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. It's immature on any level of sport, really. Um, he got sacked for a whole game. They won, but everyone thought it was something else until people kind of realized. But yeah. Then, uh, I was gonna say Dwayne Casey. Nick Nurse himself <laughs> didn't comment too much further on it, which was interesting.
0: Huh. Well, I guess that means don't. I guess to try to send him a message, and they were trying to take the nice approach before the season started. But I guess, you know, sometimes actions speak louder than words. So he'll see that this action that Nick Nurse has taken to sit him for a game, maybe he can respond and show him why he shouldn't be sat. So I assume he's playing tonight. So we'll see how that goes. Uh,
1: Sorry. Yeah. I assume he's playing as well.
0: Yeah. I don't don't
1: know right now, but I imagine he's playing right now. Yeah. uh, Two games is a little bit extensive, especially if you're paying him this much money. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Okay. uh, Any more NBA news?
1: Not really news, but I guess we're going to move right Mm -hmm. along.
0: Right. So it's a new year, uh, new sports storylines coming in and we like doing our top fives here. So this won't necessarily be like a top favorite five, But it's going to be five predictions each. So I'll do five. Brandon will do five of uh, things or storylines or events that will happen in the world of sports in 2021. So I guess we'll just go back and forth. Uh, Do you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, we can go back and forth. I'll start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had this prediction. It's not necessarily like the easiest or most outright, but I had this prediction before I even knew predictions were going to be a thing on our show. This uh, which which was within my one basketball friend group. Uh, I had Cade Cunningham going first overall in the NBA draft. Uh, I think I might have even told you that actually. Yeah, way I back when I said, you know, this kid a couple months ago, I was like this kid, Oklahoma State uh really good and um, I'm gonna stick with that there's a lot of other players that could go one I think too which is good as to why I'm sticking with him I mean it sucks that we saw LaMelo not go first when I thought he would go first just because you know when it gets down to it it's a lottery and a team might not even need a point guard like Cade but I just think Mm -hmm. if it comes down to the best player in the draft right now this guy is like I've seen he's vegan and he's does a lot for the community and so he's making he's a really mature individual already and uh, he balls He's got hoops, hops, all that stuff right now. It's a pretty stable prediction. I hope that the fact that I called it a couple weeks ago and today is uh, one of my best predictions of the year, let's imagine.
0: There you go. I went, uh, my top five, I went kind of like fun ones that personally I want to happen but won't necessarily will happen. So my my number five, or my first one I'm presenting, I guess, is that Tiger Woods will finish top three in a major this year. Um, I just think he's not point done yet i think we can see him making a push for a major win this year i don't know which major it'll be maybe we'll see him in augusta in april uh finish top three but i have tiger woods finishing top three in a major this year
1: yeah i was i like that
0: good one it's fun we all want to see it right it's entertaining when tigers in the hunt
1: i got i got another golf one for you all right let's see it Uh, This one comes off the top of my head. I've just been listening to trying to catch up on a little bit of golf, but this guy individually not going to be a major win by any means, but I think because he's still young and has a lot to prove on his world golf ranking. This guy was someone who inspired me way back when, and I thought he was an all-star then and he's still young now but he's a really good golfer so I think he's a former number one overall but Jordan Spieth will get a tournament win on the PGA this year there you uh, go. regardless regardless of uh, major or not I'm not going to say it's the major I think that he'll just come back off of something I think he's recently changed swing coaches I heard mm-hmm. uh from notorious Butch Harmon who's done you know everyone throughout the whole history of PGA so I think something was going on um and he got stuck in a bad place I hear for a long time
0: yeah, I just don't think he was focused. I, I, he, it didn't look like he was enjoying the game anymore. golf is but I
1: think that this is I think that I think that he could do something here.
0: Yeah. Like right, golf is 90% mental, right? Like we've got to be in the right head space and be able to play and build confidence. So that uh, he needs he needs a rebound year for sure. Yes, I, uh, all right, I got uh, we all know in the NHL 2021 it's an expansion year for Seattle. And uh, the last time we had an expansion, the Vegas Golden Knights, they were really successful in their draft. I'm going to go the opposite way with the Kraken here, and I don't think their expansion draft will go as well as Vegas did, and they'll end up with a pretty terrible team. So my prediction for 22-1 is the Kraken will not be a failure, but their draft will not be as successful as Vegas' was. I just don't think GMs are going to offer up as much as they did for Vegas because they Vegas were able to fleet a bunch of teams and I can't see teams making that mistake
1: this time. What's yours? All right. Um, I got a baseball prediction for you. If there's a good season, I think that the Blue Jays get into the playoffs. Oh. I don't know if it's... Um, I don't know what the length of the season is right now. And I don't know what position, but I think the Jays have something coming and maybe even not just something coming within the Jays right now, but I think that they're developing chemistry that wise. But I think that they could also have a free agent coming as well, regardless of who it is. I hope that someone takes a chance on the Blue Jays and sees something in the young guns, Bo and Vladdy, because I think they had a good ending to the last year. And um, it's not like I'm sitting here for fun. I'm a Canadian sports fan. I think that's a good prediction to have the Jays doing something. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mine
0: is I'll go with uh, football. I'm
1: one... not saying they're going to run the division. But...
0: Yeah. No, I don't think they will either. But uh, we got football coming to an end soon. So my prediction, we'll be able to see the result end of February. But mine is the Buffalo Bills will play in the Super Bowl. Not necessarily win it, but I think they'll play in it. And uh, I think this is probably one of my stronger predictions because they're a top three team in the NFL right now. And their path to the Super Bowl is pretty wide open. So I can see that coming true.
1: Huh,
0: Interesting. And I hope they do it personally. But you never know in football, right? Especially with that playoff format being one and done. What's your next one?
1: Um, Maybe something
0: give me something wild
1: yeah that's what i'm trying to come off the top but it's not going to be uneducated but i'm trying to get something that i have on the top of my head um it's just because there's so much speculation right now in terms of like i want to do something on the cfl but i don't know about anything about the cfl season. No, yeah it's
0: too much going on with that. i i thought of a couple of cfl ones but, right? but it's just I, yeah.
1: like you know you don't want to do too much um And my guy Mackenzie Hughes is coming off of two, like newborn child lately. So I don't know how much golf he's going to be playing soon. So I don't want to make a prediction on him, but actually he might be in the masters. So hopefully that turns out he, hopefully he gets yeah. down there on, on time. Um, yeah. I
0: got one to do with the Canadian. I went with hockey. So uh, the final final four this year, the, it's going to be based off seating, not conference. So you could have, um, after the seeding's done you could end up with the stanley cup final of two teams from the same conference so a fun prediction i want to see come true and it's a real long shot but i hope it happens is two canadian teams play for the stanley cup which wow. i think would be amazing like imagine a like i don't know a, 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 a toronto edmonton stanley cup final that would be unreal or a leafs Habs. It won't happen. Montreal sucks, but uh, at least have Stanley Cup final, which could be fun. And then it's just it's gonna be so much fun with hockey this year, man. It's gonna be amazing.
1: I got you. Um for it. I, I'm excited for hockey. I think that um, I really don't want to say it, but I really do want to say it because it's the year of a continuational season for this guy. Yeah. And so I just hope that it gets taken care of. Hopefully, the NBA, they're playing 72 games, so it's still enough seasons to find someone tradable, but I think Paul George deserves a trade out of the Clippers based off of his continuation, off of his PG-13% uh, right. name from the bubble. He has come up short in almost every game this year but one, and when Kawhi was out, it's early, but this is a prediction. It's really whatever. He's just signed a deal. I mean, it's really doubtful he'll get traded, but if they can get if, if his if his overall play comes completely off of like it's just been on a complete down ding, ding decline ding, yeah. decline decline
0: yeah
1: it's, it's just it's an it's a, it's really stupid because of how expensive he is but it's it's not if you think about the fact that Kawhi has say over this and Kawhi might not want if Kawhi wanted PG he also has a say not to want PG and I just think that Kawhi is you know he doesn't have much patience these days you hear his comments on you know Serge Ibaka elbowing him in the face he's like you know we don't talk about that Serge is on the trading block so it's obviously a joke and it's it's funny yeah. games but um, I don't think that it's funny games when you know you pay Paul George this much to be this big of a disappointment and I think the Clippers made a, huge, a lot of disappointing moves this offseason like Canard he's mm-hmm. an expensive player that they just signed for no goddamn reason and um, Nicholas Batum I've never heard of him before so I'm really can't they're four and two and they haven't blown me away just i watched for Kawhi, and the mask 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 Kawhi right now has kind of got me super glued to the screen and he wins them some games they lost last night but i just don't think that they're a winnable team with an inconsistent paul george
0: right my last prediction is austin matthews will win the rocket richard award um i think he's gonna have an unreal season he's gonna be able to pick apart less talented teams. You know, he's going to be playing the Habs uh, Habs 10 times, the Sens uh, nine times. There's going to be a bunch of opportunities for him to go on a roll here, especially in games where it's a triple header or a double header. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch him. And I think he's going to end up with like 40 plus goals, to be honest. He's going to tear these teams apart. He's got a stronger cast around him now. And uh, I can see Austin Matthews just lighting up the Canadian division this year and carrying the teams deep, deep into the playoffs. hope that happens it'd be nice to see some hardware come this way in toronto i mean we ultimately want the stanley cup but if matthews can bring home the Rocket richard that would be awesome
1: i love that i like that you got any more yeah i got one more for you i'm just trying to find it real quick it's not that i'm uh looking for someone's thing it's just the players involved give me a minute here all
0: right while you find it i'll make an announcement that our next episode Uh, We will have Digit Murphy, who is the head coach of the Toronto Six on. And then the following episode on Thursday, which we'll we'll probably release it Friday, uh, we're going to have Alyssa Turner, who does the social and digital for the Toronto Six and the Riveters. So uh, I look forward to those. I'm really excited for these interviews. We're going to get some great insight into the NWHL and women hockey in general. And we're really pushing forward here with this NWHL bubble. So hopefully we can get some more you know, and uh, WHL personalities on, be it players, coaches, front office, behind the scenes staff. If you want to come on and reach out, let's do it. We know some of you are watching. So, all right, let's hear that last prediction.
1: I had one involved, but I'm just doing the big gambles. It's not because I don't love the guy on where he is right now. It's an NHL trade prediction. I know right. the season's really shortened, but
0: let, let me he... predict it. Let me predict your prediction.
1: McDavid is traded for carry price. All right, I'm glad you didn't get it right, because usually I'm pretty <laughs> predictable. However, uh, this one, uh, he's actually one of my favorite players. I was going to do something about his stats in a comeback season, but I just think if it's slow, he could get traded, and I hope he goes somewhere where he is more of a superstar because I believe Patrick Laine will get traded from the Winnipeg Jets this year.
0: That's not a yeah. prediction. That's a conclusion. going to happen. I can see that happening.
1: That's, that's a good a, that's one. Good. That's yeah. good because uh, he's also coming into a contract situation soon, right? Yeah. So who knows? Who knows what he's gonna think he's worth, and who's who knows what the Jets are gonna value him at, right? Right. I mean, the rest and the rest of the league could value him. He has value. He could go to the Coyotes where they have past players like the like Clayton Keller. They have a bunch of uh, Barrett Hayton. and they can get it to, and then he can help a young team. So I don't know
0: that's scary a a power play with phil kessel and patrick line on
1: it that's that's the thing i don't know so it depends on how much i think this season will define how much you think he's worth yeah for sure yeah for sure for sure i'm super excited to have digit murphy on by the way i've been doing my research and uh you know i know she's not probably watching this right now but when she comes on i hope she is uh aware of how excited we are to have her and that we have uh, some great questions planned for her.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fun. And then uh, the following episode we'll have Alyssa Turner who does the socials. That's going to be a different interview because I really want to know how that works. How
1: you manage the... We're going to do some, yeah, we're going to do some asking of some real questions there just because I don't think many people have ever interviewed the social media person of a team, right? right? And she does more than one. So why not pick her brain a little bit?
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun. And um, I'm sure we can apologize for tagging the six and all its players and everything but she's seen a lot of us so uh it'd be nice to okay, speak to her and pick her right brain for
1: the six we can tag the six all we want because we're gonna promote the six hopefully not that it's i mean you know we're still trying to grow ourselves please subscribe please just a little click
0: all right we will talk to you guys on soon what okay i'm not working anymore what day is it saturday we'll see you on I tuesday know, i think the next Yeah, we have an interview, man. Yeah, Tuesday. All right. Bye.